All right, welcome to Modern Talks. This is our third and final episode of our cancel culture series. And in this episode, we are going to be talking with um, one of my friends, Samuel Armstrong, just to get another opinion on cancel culture, because you've already heard all the facts and kind of what I had to say about it. But, you know, I don't think we should just, you know, stop at one opinion. I think it is important to get all opinions. And so I will... um, let you say hi and kind of your thoughts generally. Hello, hello. <laughs> I am Samuel Armstrong. Um, how how are we going to do this? Are you going to ask me prompts or you just want to hear my thoughts in general? Um, I think it would be best just kind of have a, a discussion on it. So sure. overall, because I know you saw um, both sides and all the information. I and did. Um, so kind of generally, what were your thoughts? thoughts on um you know both sides just yeah not so, going too in depth um in terms of cancel culture this is a topic that i've kind of heavily invested time in both with your two episodes as well as other people's um takes on it i guess you could say and i've kind of heard in depth i'd say both sides of it And I would think that I have a pretty good understanding of each side. Um, I would say, typically, I tend to fall more toward, I guess you could say, the conservative side of it. Mm -hmm. Um, More anti-cancel culture than anything. But I do think it's important to define terms. That way we don't get mixed up or anything. Right. So... um, in that first episode you had, you were talking about the original understanding of cancel culture. And I will say I thoroughly enjoyed that definition and I wish we used that more today, but it's such a different take, I and guess you, you could like, say. you want to re-state uh, what that was? Yeah, the um, you were talking about how cancel culture, specifically back in the civil rights movement and everything in mm-hmm. the 50s, it was used more as a protest yeah. or a boycott term. Um, and I thoroughly enjoy that because I'm very pro-protest. Mm-hmm. I'm very pro-boycott. Uh, I think you should take a stand for your beliefs. I think that that's very beneficial for multiple people. I think that everybody should hear everybody out. Um, but cancel culture in today's terms, the way I've understood it, is more of like the removing from society. Mm -hmm. So if someone is canceled, then you take that person and you move them out of society where they can no longer hurt anyone else's feelings. Right. And to a point, I understand where they're coming from. And Mm -hmm. I will say, I do think the intentions of cancel culture are very good. I I think that the idea of cancel culture is to um, benefit the majority of society. I think that it's trying to protect people from ideas that they perceive to be harmful. Um, And so I have no problem with the intention of canceling, but the... uh, the result of cancel culture has been what I view as very toxic. Um, And I think that the, um, the consequences 
of cancel culture far outweigh the intentions of cancel culture. Mm. Um, what I mean by that is I love hearing everybody's opinions. Mm -hmm. I like other ideas. I like other religions. I like other music genres. I like when people talk about their hobbies because I like to hear what other people think about. Mm -hmm. I think that's really interesting. Um, I would never tell someone to refrain from telling me their opinion. I might disagree with them. I might disagree heavily, but I want to know why they believe what they believe then. Mm -hmm. Whereas cancel culture doesn't give them the opportunity to speak. They could be very misguided in what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. And without the opportunity to have a conversation, you can't necessarily help them understand that concept, right. whatever it may be better. Um, <clears throat> I think in terms of racism, I mean, that's a super prevalent topic nowadays. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, a lot of people are raised to be racist and it's not necessarily an intentional thing. Like, you know, don't, don't be friends with black people because black people, blah, 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 blah. It's not, Sometimes it is. Those are extreme cases, but I would mm -hmm. say more often than not, it's like a subconscious thing that's like, well... Yeah, that just kind of rubs off on the yeah, kids. Yeah, like kinda. they kind of have their culture and we have our culture and we exist in one society and that's fine, but that's not really fine. I mean, mm -hmm. it's fine to recognize cultures, but it's not fine to, to be like, well, they're over there. And we're over here, and we just collectively exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think a lot of people are very content with that idea because that's just how they're raised. Mm -hmm. But if there's not a conversation about that, like, hey, maybe you should understand their culture more. Mm -hmm. not, not necessarily partaking <laughs> in their culture, because mm -hmm. that, that can be offensive. But um, just understanding, like how they interact with each other and and everything like that. Uh, it, it's certainly true that there is a cultural difference right. between races. I mean, that's just, that's just reality. Um, and that's not a bad thing. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But uh, if someone were to speak out um, and be misunderstanding in their idea of another culture slash race, um, they could then immediately get canceled and not even have the opportunity mm -hmm. to be educated on that. And yeah. I just think that's so unfair. Yeah. Um, because it's not their fault that they were raised that way, that they don't For sure. understand. I mean, we all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. No one knows everything. So it's up to us to help each other as a society. Mm -hmm. Uh, be educated and grow as people and I, I don't know I just I think people who are very pro cancel culture kind of stand on the extreme cases of people who obviously understand what they're saying but don't want to change um, and even still I wouldn't take away that person's right to say what they want to say no matter how offensive mm -hmm. um but like I said, I do understand the intention of that. I just don't think it's productive. Yeah. And I think in the majority of cases, it kind of slows progress down more than anything. Hmm. 
Yeah, and going back to you talking about um, a lot of people who may have been raised um, kind of feeling like, you know, you know, black people and white people kind of just coexist, but we're still like separate and, you know, have our own things going on. Um, how, I also want to hear your thoughts on like, cause I understand too, like we always need to like, um, make sure that we are saying what we think is right. And I think that's like, again, where protests come in. Mm-hmm. And I know there's been a lot of those with the black, um, uh, Black Lives Matter movement, and, for sure. Um, so I, I feel like a lot, a lot of that is everywhere. So, kind of how how much do you feel like? Because when we cancel people, um, when people are canceled on social media for saying racist things, a lot of times it is blatantly racist. So it, I feel like at that point, especially with how much the Black Lives Matter movement has. Um, been in society, I feel like everybody knows about that. Um, and I'm sure there are some people who, you know, maybe sheltered or not know as much about it, but like, I feel like so many people have heard of that and, and know of that. And they, they hear people talking about, you know, that, you know, they do matter and they, um, you know, they are, you know, just as valuable as any other human being. And I feel like a lot of people know about that to the point where if anybody is being, being canceled for, being racist it's you know very intentional that what they said was racist and or they knew that what they were saying was was racist so so what about in those instances when somebody is saying something that is you know very like you know it's you're they're obviously you know targeting and attacking being One hateful, part, like being hateful, and I think that's a lot of the, um, you know, canceling that we hear of is when people are being canceled for saying blatantly racist things, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you would have had to know that that was wrong. You couldn't have had to, you know. I feel like a lot of that is that really stemming from, oh, well, I was just kind of raised that way. Sure. Like, what about the, you know? Again, the people who you know say those things. It's just like, come on, like you have you have to know you have to have some morality that what you said was wrong because it was so specifically targeting and hateful towards a person or a particular group of people yeah um to those specific examples i would say people are people and evil is evil and it's always going to exist both of those both people always exist evil will always exist we can't get rid of it um that's not to say I am justifying anyone being intentionally hateful. I think that's awful. Um, I don't understand why any person would be driven to being intentionally hateful toward anyone. Um, But that being said, I don't think that um, canceling is a fair response to a negative comment um, because you were speaking about the negativity that cancel culture brings, um, either in your first or second episode, I can't remember which one, but you're pretty much talking about how, um, the process of being canceled can come and does come with almost all the time, a bunch of negativity. Mm -hmm. 
um, it's almost like the intention of canceling is to belittle and berate someone so much that they are just pushed out of society or, or they leave whatever group they're in because they just can't handle the negativity so much. Mm -hmm. And personally, I don't think that it is productive or right to respond to negativity that being in this case a racist comment with more negativity Mm -hmm. that being hate toward that person Mm -hmm. um i will say the idea of canceling could be really really great if we canceled the idea Mm -hmm. and not the person right if that makes sense so kind of what Um, i talked about my other episodes yeah so if we went after um the comment itself and how it can be harmful and how it can um, hurt us as a society and as growth rather than saying that that person is just an awful person and they they can, you know, go die. Like, that would be awful. Um, But that happens. So if we were to attack that idea that they had, then not only will that person more than likely not run from it, because they'll be willing to stand and defend themselves Mm -hmm. or they will have a change of heart or a change of mind. And I guess most cases, or maybe not most, I guess in some cases that person might not come back and admit fault. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just a humanity in us, but it at least gives them an opportunity to come back and admit their wrongings and give them a chance to grow. Like you said, um, I do know that there are certainly cases where people are blatantly racist. And um, like I said, I I just don't think that responding negatively to a negative thing is right. Mm -hmm. It's really going to help anything. Right. I'm a Christian. Scripture talks about um, when someone's being mean to us and we respond in love or in kindness uh, in turn, we're reaping coals, hot coals on their head, um, meaning that, you know, if someone is mean or hateful and we go, hey, I love you anyway, mm-hmm. but you probably shouldn't do that, it'll make them stop and go, hmm, why am I being hateful <laughs> and why are they loving me? Um, so if we choose love, if we choose kindness, compassion, whatever word you want to use, instead of canceling, I think that is a much, much better um, solution than to cancel or hate or push out of mm-hmm. society personally. Right. Yeah, and you know, what, what do you think you would say? Um, you know, because there's plenty of, you know, um, places where maybe people are kind to other people and they are compassionate and, you know, the other person just chooses to be stubborn and maybe not apologize or continue to do what they're doing. And I I feel like there's so many people that aren't okay with just doing nothing. Um, and, and again, I think that's why a lot of people revert to canceling is because when there is a person who refuses to to apologize or to or to change people aren't okay with just doing nothing and you know you like we were saying with you know being gracious and you know whatever and then 
you know, people, you know, reevaluating themselves, you know, that doesn't always happen. So, you know, and, and again, I think that's why a lot of people do revert back to canceling is because a lot of times they're just kind of so sick of one person continuing to do something over and over again, no matter, you know, how many times people have been like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, and they continue to do it, then it's like, well, what else am I supposed to do? <clears throat> yeah, um, I think whenever people are being stubborn, when they're being hateful, when they're being negative, and you respond in love, and they do not respond kindly to that, instead of then switching from love to hate or retaliating or stooping to their level, just don't pay them any mind. Yeah, so just kind of ignore them. Kind of. I mean, I don't I don't want to say ignore them totally. Like, mm-hmm. you can always reach out. Hey, I'm praying for you. Hey, I'm thinking about you. I hope you're doing all right every once in a while. But I think it's a lot more productive to just not let those negative ideas and those hateful comments into our heads and just kind of ignore it. Mm-hmm. it it's hateful. It's dumb. <laughs> it's mean. It's rude. So it has no place in my society. And I I won't give that comment a platform to mm-hmm. stand on if that opportunity to change wasn't taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So rather than like completely pushing a person away and, you know, kicking them off of a platform, you know, telling, continue to tell them like, hey, what you did was wrong. And just kind of leaving them at that. And then you, you can continue to say, and again, it doesn't have to be directly at that person, but again, maybe through protesting that, you know, this thing is wrong and just getting that across to society as a whole is probably your best bet. Absolutely. Rather than, you know, you know, um, just completely shoving a person away. And, um, and I think that's a big part is just always allowing a person the room to grow and to change and I think that was one of my examples in one of the earlier episodes was um you know and this happens a lot where people find out about something that a person did a long time ago and it was wrong and so people get upset about that because we always I mean people get upset when they see something as morally wrong or um just unjust and But in the example I gave, you know, he, you know, the person had said, I don't feel like I should apologize because I already know that I've changed. I already know that I'm past that. I'm not like that anymore. Um, You're speaking of Kevin Hart, right? I believe so. Yeah, I I was thinking about that as you were giving the example. And I'm not going to lie. I I think Kevin Hart did the right thing in saying, Mm -hmm. hey please don't attack me for who I used to be. Right. Because I have grown as a person. I don't want to even go back to mm-hmm. that person that I once was because of all this growth I've made. Um, and if we are to bring the past up and throw that on people, how how do we expect to grow as a society if we don't let people change because we're pulling that issue back from the past and mm-hmm. then bringing it back up again and letting it burden them and weigh on them? when they did make that growth yeah and i think that's like a huge like problem with 
cancel culture is because while people, you know, participating in cancel culture say that they want justice and they want, um, they don't want people to, you know, do these hateful things anymore and say hateful things, but a lot of times when it's something that they did a long time ago, they just say, oh, well, you know, that's just how you are. Like, they, they don't a lot of times um, accept the fact that a person can change mm-hmm. or that they have changed. A lot of times they just don't believe them. And so I think that is just a, a big problem is that, you know, a lot of times people will say, yeah, I want justice and I want things to be right. But when they see a wrong and somebody corrected themselves they're not forgiving. And I think that is just something lacking in cancel culture. And I talked about in my last episode, kind of that idea of cancel culture, you know, kind of is almost something that it it definitely could have been a good idea, but kind of poorly executed. And Mm -hmm. something that I feel like that could make it, you know, a lot better is when you add that element of forgiveness and compassion. Um, Because again, it's it's fine to be like you know what you did was wrong and this is wrong but to be you know this is wrong you are wrong and you this is how you will always be you know that's never gonna fix anything because you know we all do things that are wrong all the time Mm -hmm. um but we change and we grow and we learn from our mistakes and so to tell a person that what they did a long time ago and again it's one thing for somebody to still be in that place um and to be in that place for a long time sure of, you know whatever but for somebody to you know maybe do something really wrong a long time ago and at this point being like that was wrong mm-hmm. and i was wrong for doing that and i'm not like that anymore um and i, I think that is one part that you know, if people are going to continue canceling people, that is just one area they could improve heavily on. Just society could improve heavily on as a whole. It's just being like, um, you know, if, if we're going to, if we find out about things like that, where, you know, they messed up just being able to forgive people and accept that people change and not getting so caught up in the anger that comes within injustice because that's one thing is when we see something that is unjust we get so angry and riled up because we don't want things to be like that but at time it is so hard to for us to forgive people Mm -hmm. because they may have done something that was so wrong cancel culture just oftentimes has the potential at least to be a very toxic group of individuals and um this is kind of not super related to what we were just talking about but i I remembered uh, an example, and I think it could be important. Yeah. Um, I've I've seen personally how cancel culture or um, a, uh, how do I want to put it, like a a variation of cancel Mm -hmm. culture, if you were to take it in steps, it Mm -hmm. wasn't fully brought out, like brought, whatever, but... um, I'll just give you the example. You'll understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was on Facebook the other day, and there was this popular page I follow who yeah. um, basically talks about like local crimes in the area and stuff, whatever. And he had posted a video of a dude at Home Depot who tried to steal some stuff, 
and a customer went to confront him and the dude grabbed like the spear looking thing as like a weapon used against him it was kind of funny actually but uh, (laughs) um the the person who ran the facebook page had captioned it and called the criminal like a spear chucker or something like that i don't remember the exact term he used but it was something along those lines and someone one of his followers had messaged him privately not in a public setting Mm -hmm. and said hey um you are probably unaware of this but just in case you didn't know um that word that you used is actually very offensive to native americans and here's why and they broke it down for them and then the owner of that page read the comment and then deleted his original post made another post uh explaining what had happened and apologized and took Mm. ownership of that and said, I was not aware that this is an offensive term and I'm really sorry if anyone was affected by this. Mm. And that whole interaction I thought was awesome. (laughs) I thought that that is what people should do. Um, Major respect to that person for messaging them privately and not just commenting on the thread where everybody could see it calling them out, calling them names, like immediately attacking them. Instead, thought, well, maybe they don't know. And maybe I can help them understand. still respect the person. You know, exactly. even if you don't... Because obviously he didn't agree with what he did, but he's still, you know, respecting him and having the mindset of, you know, he this person could change his mind. This person, you know... You, you know, because I feel like that person wins that conversation being like... You know, maybe this person was very well aware that what he said was wrong, mm-hmm. but there's a possibility that he didn't even know. Mm-hmm. And he went into the, with that mindset, not being, you know, so enraged and angered and, and gave him the opportunity to be like, hey, like, you know, what you said right there wasn't okay. I don't know if you even know that, but like, that's not okay. And then gave him that opportunity to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that that was really cool. All right, so... You know, as we've kind of covered, you know, a a lot of different, you know, aspects of, you know, cancel culture and whatever. But is there any, like, final thoughts? Because I I think we've had some pretty good solutions. Because what I was talking about my, you know, one of my last episodes was I think a lot of people revert to cancel culture because they don't have a lot of other options. And, And I think that's, you know, where people need to you know, start, um, thinking a little bit more mm-hmm. about some other things that they can do. And so I think a lot of things with like, um, you know, just being compassionate and, and like you were saying with one of your last examples of, you know, the person who directed or DM'd a person instead of like publicly calling them out and then giving mm-hmm. them that opportunity. I think that's a really good thing to do. Right. Um, and I think just little things like that, like I definitely think there are solutions and are other things we can do. And again, nothing is going to, you know, completely get fixed, but there are things that will be a lot more effective. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I will say that my solution to be compassionate is not an easy one. It requires a lot of hard work and discipline and like self-sacrifice and you have to really look within yourself to find that compassion it's a hard thing to do but i can promise you that it's a much better and a much um a much more progressive like a a a much better opportunity in order to allow growth than uh than just canceling 
for sure. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, so if there isn't anything else that you want to say, I think we kind of covered a lot of things. No, I'm good. All right, cool. So, um, like I said in my last two videos, um, I would love to for everybody to leave their own opinions because, again, I don't think you should just go off of what one person says or disagree completely with one person. I mean, you can't disagree completely with one person. But again, having an open mind and listening to each other and forming your own opinions as well is really important, as well as doing additional research. And, and um, under all of my um, episodes, I will have all the links to all the research I did so you can look at it for yourself and go look at other resources as well. But we're going to wrap things up. Um, thank you for joining and listening. Um, and I'll see you later. Goodbye.